0: Welcome to AM Best Audio. Results so far in 2022 for the US non-standard auto insurance segment are the worst it has seen in five years and come on the heels of several relatively good years during the pandemic. Here to talk about a new AM Best report on the segment's struggles are David Blades, Associate Director, Industry Research and Analytics, and Michael Valario, Associate Analyst, both with A and BEST. So David, is it fair to say that the results were worse than expected?
1: Yeah, I think when you think of it, as we've looked at the results for 2021 and even through third quarter, 2022, it's definitely safe to say that the results have been uh, worse than expected. But I think that's, for non-standard auto, I think they've followed the general personal auto uh, trend in terms of uh, deteriorating results you know I think when we look at specifically you know the inflationary pressures that that are impacting our personal auto riders uh, you have the you know supply chain and you know just the the delay of uh, microprocessor chips being available um, and then you know how that's impacting um, you know rising claim costs from that perspective so you know you see a lot of the like I said the inflationary trends have definitely been a negative or a hindrance on the results and we've seen that Probably impact some of the non standard auto riders more uh, than the standard auto riders non standard auto in general non standard auto insurers in general are providing insurance for uh, higher risk uh, insurance the the elderly uh, the very young new immigrants who are you know, new to the country and, and might only want you know limited insurance or lowest level uh, lowest limit insurance so just the nature of that has put more pressure on the insurers to be more um, circumspect in terms of um, risk selection, um, disciplined underwriting, and then obviously price adequacy. And price adequacy or inadequacy has is, is definitely been one of the main factors that's been plaguing uh, the, the auto market in general and specifically the non-standard auto market. So as, as they drill down on some of those types of factors, we'll hopefully see the results uh, trend in, in a more favorable direction.
0: So are carriers doing anything, or perhaps we should say, anything differently to
1: mitigate the losses? I think risk selection is the key. So I think getting a, a better hold on your individual portfolio. Auto, just like any other insurance, is written on a account-by-account uh, account basis, so you're underwriting the individual driver. But, again, some of those, whether it's societal or just um, adverse trends that are impacting, uh, impacting things, like I said, you know, higher driver driver fatalities um, and and some of the uh, distracted driving is another sort of societal thing that's impacting um, the auto market in general. Drilling down on that in terms of how it's impacting your individual portfolio is really what's going to help uh, the insurers be more successful uh, from that perspective. Also using some of the more um, advanced um, pricing algorithms and really, again, tailoring them to, to, to be more effective for their particular um, book of business, that's also gonna be something that's going to help um, the insurers be more, uh, be more effective on a going forward basis. But, you know, auto, you know, auto underwriting is about risk selection and, and adequate pricing and hoping that you deal with the ebbs and flows. I mean, again, you know, you, there are always gonna be auto accidents, but to the extent that uh, these carriers can really assess their portfolios, they'll have a chance to be more successful.
0: Michael, do demographics play a role in the results geographically or otherwise?
2: Uh, absolutely, John. Demographics do play a role. California, Texas, and Florida generate half the premiums in the United States, whilst only being three states, the three out of 50. They have a, a strong new immigrant population, which uh, when new immigrants come to the United States and seek to, uh, seek to drive on the roadways, they have to obtain coverage via the uh, non-standard auto market. Florida is also another state where we see um, a fair amount of premiums coming in for the uh, non-standard auto market as they have a heavy senior citizen population which is also considered a risky driver. Them along with young adults are considered a good portion of the non-standard auto market.
0: How does the non-standard market compare with the standard market?
2: As we've seen in the past, the non-standard auto market is inferior to the standard auto market in terms of the uh, combined ratio. In 2020 and 2021, we saw this gap widen even more than it has in the uh, past due to financial and service charges um, that led to the underwriting expense ratio increase, which in turn increases the combined ratio overall, which is why we have seen a gap in 2020 and 2021. Non-standard auto also has to see some higher fraudulent claims than the standard auto market does. Um, because of the risk profiles that these these people who are attaining the coverages um, possess. The final thing I want to say is that non-standard auto could face some challenges in the future due to some acquisitions from Allstate and uh, and State Farm um, with the uh, with the buying out of smaller writers or smaller carriers writing in the non-standard auto market. Um, this could cause some tough sledding for for smaller companies or independent entities um, because the uh, Allstate and State Farm Corporation will be obtaining the better low-risk accounts and leaving the smaller carriers with uh, with higher risk profiles.
0: Michael, David, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. You can find the full report online at ambest.com. For AMBest TV, I'm John Wepper.